Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of The Known Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Burns, and this week, it was my pleasure to interview my friend, Dr. Karen Engel. We talked all things, is it even possible to balance life, balance our relationships, our work, and our walk with the Lord? It was such a good conversation, and I can't wait for you to hear it. So let's check it out right now. And welcome back to The Known Podcast. Today is my honor to welcome a friend and a honored guest. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Dr. Karen Engel. Karen, thank you for being on the podcast today. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, I am so excited to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I know you, but for those who don't, will you give them a 30-second blurb of who you are. Okay. Well, I'm Karen Engel, and I teach at Southeastern University in the doctoral program, the EDD program. Um, Liz, you can understand what it's like to go through a doctoral <laughs> program, be a spouse of, yeah, a, doctoral, for me. <laughs> of a doctoral student. Uh, so that's my world. And I'm married to Kent Engel, who's yep. the president of Southeastern. We have lived here for 12 years. Wow. And time just has gone really by uh, fast. And it's three kids? We have three kids. Wow. They're all older in their 20s, late wow. 20s almost. So. Awesome. So you made it. You survived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you sometimes We're, listening out there with like four-year-olds are like, are, am I going to make it? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you will make you it. You will make it. Um, and because it's the known podcast, we like to hear and we want to know, are there any pets in your household? Tell oh, us. we have two <laughs> adorable pets. <laughs> That's really so, what our listeners are into. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. So we have a four-pound Morky. Oh, a Morky. With a big attitude. <laughs> and then uh, we just got... A year ago, a Bernadoodle, mini Bernadoodle. So she's full of energy, just turned one, and lots of fun to have her around. I find Um, the smaller the dog, the bigger the attitude, I feel like. Yes, yes, yes. So (laughs) the small one has an attitude and wants to be in charge. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, I love it. Okay. Dr. Engel, when I brought you on here, because you neglected to say, but you are very celebrated. When did you get your own PhD and your own studies program? Uh, it was probably about seven years ago. I actually went through Southeastern's first cohort for the EDD program. Wow. Wow. So a lot has changed. And I was just talking to someone yesterday and thinking, man, this program is is so well put together wow. and has continued to grow. That's awesome. So I, I'm proud of the growth it's had and wow. the development. SEU.edu if you want more <laughs> info on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I brought you on today and I went, when I was thinking of having you, I was thinking, what a great time it's still earlier in the year um, but really I think a lot of people a lot of women and I talk to we have more women listening than men but we have some men shout out to the men listening but a lot of people listening one thing I hear as a pastor is the struggle to incorporate Jesus into what is a busy life now that could be busy work life that could be busy home life and I thought it'd be great for you and I to kind of break down today some practical and spiritual ways we can do that. Now, one thing I learned from Dr. Seuss years ago is the way to find something is to find out where it's not. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a time in your life when you were really not killing it in this area, when you were not doing well at finding Jesus in the midst of busy life? Like, is there a season that sticks out for you in that way? Um, I, I can't say there's a specific season. I, I think it's like the roller coaster ride, yeah. up and down, up and down. Um, some people think, you know, you, you get your spiritual act together, your st- strong devotions <laughs> all the time. You never have a break in your devotion life. You never have a break in, you know, your study prayer time. And that's just not true. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have several mentor groups, and, and I was sharing with them, couple months ago about 
how it's just like exercising. Yeah. Um, besides my husband, who has been faithful for like 30 years working out, five <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I don't really know a lot of people like that. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's kind of funny because I was thinking about this yesterday and, you know, the beginning of the, the year, everyone makes all these resolutions for exercising, right? <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, today we're February 1, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the gym was really busy about <laughs> four weeks ago. And it, right now, everyone, the regulars yeah. are so glad because yeah. it slowed down. They're not and, waiting for their machines no, anymore. <laughs> and all those people with the New Year's resolutions, they're gone now. Hmm. So it's, it's you know, our spiritual life is kind of like that. And yeah. um we have to be intentional. That's like that's one of my favorite words is intentional. Yeah. You have to be good. intentional. It It's just not going to happen unless you make it a priority. Yeah, that's so good. You know, I, um, I think for me, when I think of maybe low points of times, I wasn't uh, killing it. Uh, you know, not that we could kill it necessarily yeah. in spiritual growth, because I think one of my favorite mentors used to say, like, spiritual maturity is not getting stronger. It's getting more broken. Um, mm-hmm. But when I was a new mom, that was a time when I felt so depleted that I think I remember being like, if I get a shower today, like this is a good day, That's but a big deal. <laughs> I'm not sitting down for 45 minutes getting into the Greek and Hebrew, dissecting my word. And I, when you feel spiritually dry, I think everything goes by the wayside you know so if i'm like we've said at access all year if this can be your best year if it's your best year spiritually Mm -hmm. but the opposite is true you know if you are far from the lord if you are not in your word you feel that in your life you feel the ramifications of that so I think that was just one particular time for me was when my kids were little. It was just hard to to find the time. That's why I really try to stress to people, there's no formula. Like today, we're not right. going to give you a there formula. There is no formula. Exactly. <laughs> we're not going to say A plus B, and suddenly you'll be receiving scrolls and words from the Lord and fire bush and, you know, all the things that in front of you. There's no There's no solution for that, but there's simply, you know ways and things you can like you said be intentional about so what would you say let's start practical i love you know viewing spiritual life as this as a one-two punch of spiritual and practical what are your favorite ways practically that you've seen work for you to keep jesus forefront in a busy life okay well first i want to say the one mistake christians make in encouraging new Christians or just those growing up in the church is this huge expectation. Like you say, <laughs> you didn't have 45 minutes to pray. Yeah. You're just happy to get a shower in the morning. Literally. And, and that we look at, point out people like a John Wesley who woke up wow. and spent, you know, the first two hours from four to six in the morning praying. That worked for him. Yeah. So our plan has to be what works for me. Yeah. And it's when I went through my doctoral program, I remember I, I had one, one of my closest cohort friends she was up at five o'clock starting that was her work time she was you know gotten through her assignments and then she talked me in the later in the day (laughs) and said so have you started the assignment and i'm like no i'll get to it tonight i'm a night person there you go you know i'm she i probably just went to bed three hours before she got up in the reality i'm up you know midnight one o'clock i'm in my groove doing my work and that's the way it is with your spiritual life you know if you're not a morning person and you're looking at these spiritual giants that said they woke yeah. up and spent two hours of prayer in the morning it's not going to happen for you yes so you have to know yourself and you, what works for you how are you wired that's good and then also know that that's you're going to have seasons in your life where that's going to change yeah absolutely um but you know practicality now is is i like to begin my day with the word mm-hmm. and end my day with the word that's good okay what does that look like most days you know when i wake up i do a quick devotion mm-hmm. uh, read a devotion 
That's good. That has scripture in it. And then I do more of my reading time, prayer time at the end of the day when I'm going to bed. That's good. So, I mean, that it looks different for different people. Absolutely. But I, I love that even if it's a real quick flip in the morning, I'm going to do it that way. Yeah. I just had a woman come to see me this week for counsel, and she didn't know about like the YouVersion Bible app. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm telling people, like, there is no quicker, better thing, not that we're, you know, taking away from the Word of God, but just how cool that I could be on a plane, I can be right. anywhere and travel, and I have the entire Bible in several versions um, at my fingertips, and that's incredible, you know, to think it's our, amazing. Our, our Bible's always with us. A lot of these versions, I, you know, for practicality, have spoken, so you can literally uh, play it if you're on a long drive. Mm-hmm. You can hear the Scripture. Some people, you know, really do good with reading. Some people, their eyes start to droop the moment they crack open a book. So maybe you're, you know, an audible audible learner. And I love that. I love that anymore that that is something that's open to us. It's It becomes a little less daunting, I think, for people when they go, well, this is something at my fingertips. This is an right. app. You know, I don't have to get my, it's not the book that was on your grandmother's table that has, you know, the massive, yeah. And the person that has long drive time. Yes. You know? Yeah. Listen to the Word of God. Absolutely. That's your devotion time. You're, you're good. It doesn't yeah. have to look like on your knees at a certain time yeah and you know i think we all connect to god in different things like i'm a very musical person i love hearing the lord through song and we just before this spoke about a song you you heard but i would say to don't confuse uh, reading a christian book with reading the word of god right exactly or don't confuse even this podcast we love that you're listening to this podcast thank you subscribe like all the things but it doesn't replace your prayer time it doesn't Mm -hmm. replace the word of god you know it's it's the simplest things honestly that are the most profound so um what else in terms of practical things um i journaling can be an incredible thing yeah i know people that journal you know every day and they have like tons of journal books on their shelves (laughs) so journaling has not been something that i've just really resonated with it's like when i do it i like it right but again i in my mind it's this time thing i don't have time to sit down and write two or three pages every day yeah and so i had been looking in the fall for a journal that would just get like a couple Mm. of things that i wanted to you know count you know focus on for, you know real quick like one page and I really didn't find anything I liked and so I thought I'm going to create my own you can make books yourself you know so I I got online created my own devotion book that is awesome tailored for me and uh, put my favorite scripture on it um, the cover be still and know that I am God Mm. which you know that whole chapter is really in Psalms is about who God is yeah and then we you know we take it when we look at it on the practicality practicality side is sometimes we need to be still and listen to God mm. and sometimes we just need to be still and know him and sometimes wow. we need to be still and do nothing mm. you know <laughs> if we're praying about a situation not you preaching to me now uh oh uh oh we got I mean I am a accomplisher I'm addicted to doing um, so this is this is a hard word to hear yeah. but you're right yeah sometimes God's working and he just wants us to be still oh, wow. so um, I just put that on in the cover and then I had Five key things I wanted to do in one page. Ooh, so okay. the first section is like key concepts and points either from my reading of the word that day, the devotion, Good. or something God just brought to my mind. Yes. Or we talked about music a little bit, yeah. a song. So I'll just put that in the first section there and i have them all written out labeled like you know that's good key concepts (laughs) grateful the next one it's what am i grateful and thankful Mm. for you know i I think we have to always put that in the forefront yes you know we have so much to be thankful for we should be able to list you know little and bullet points that's all i do bullet points for you know things and then encouragement Mm. i think as christians that's a big thing that god has called us to do yes so i want to be 
mindful of who who have I encouraged today? That's so good. Have I encouraged someone today? That is so good. So and then prayer requests and yeah. the obvious and then answers to prayer. You know, That's we need so to good. go back and be reminded. Amen. Of when God answers those prayers. Yes. So the, yeah. you know, I just created that and found that works for me. Oh, I love that. So. I love that. I think you're going to have a few people stealing that. That's a, <laughs> go that's for a, it. Go yeah. for it. And That's be creative. Incredible. You can create your own book it however you want it. Yeah, maybe somebody will devotion. write the book you were looking for one day. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think what you said is so important about gratitude. Um, I remember hearing years ago that gratitude really is the prescription for anxiety. And we are probably the most anxious generation mm-hmm. I've ever seen and encountered never more in my own life but in the people that come across my desk have I seen anxiety as more of a number one thing and nothing reassures you of God's faithfulness more than remembering his faithfulness in your past mm-hmm. you know and it's the old if God brought me through he'll do it again he hasn't left me you know and and there's something so powerful because we are we have the mind of a goldfish sometimes we will pray and pray and pray for 10 years for something we get the answer and then we go okay thanks God and we move right. on you know, but what if we decided to thank him twice as long as we prayed for the thing, you know? It would change our lives. So, uh, so I love the way you do that, and that seems so palatable. I mean, that seemed so doable because, mm-hmm. you know, like I talk about Beth Moore. I love Beth Moore. She's mm-hmm. just this phenomenal speaker. That, like, oh my gosh, I'd probably cry if I met her one day. But I remember doing her Bible studies, and yeah. I had young babies, and it was like forty-five minutes of homework, and I was like, oh man, I, I really cannot do this right mm-hmm. now, and feeling that guilt and shame. But there's no, there's no right and wrong. You know, no. he just wants you to come to him, and would rather you say, Lord, I only have this time today but please be in it I you know I think too Karen one of the things I've found is sort of do we not have time or are we (laughs) maybe you know lying to ourselves sort of like we come across young couples that say we don't have money and you know we say okay well write down your food budget let me see your food budget that's like the number one thing we'll ask as pastors and it's like four trips to Starbucks this week you know <laughs> door dash six times and it's like wait a minute I think you I think there's some areas you could tighten the belt on right. I think maybe our time is like that would you say I would say again going back to be intentional so <laughs> you talk about seasons of your life and and very interesting one of the, the times I read through the Bible the quickest like in four or five months, wow. was when my kids were all in preschool. Wow. Okay, so, well, there are pre- two were in preschool, one was in kindergarten. Okay. So I had three Youngins. mornings, yeah. <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, <laughs> yeah. where I had at least two and a half, almost three, not quite yeah. three, by the time I pick them up and drop them off, uh, hours to read the Bible. Wow. And you would know, who would think a mother of yeah. preschoolers <laughs> is going to be able to read through the Bible really quick? And it, it was just it was like wow. my game plan for that time yeah and it worked because like you know god put it on my heart i needed to do this wow. and and it was doable wow now, who would have thought That's you know so true <laughs> yeah i think you know it's social media when the phones when the iphones started saying your weekly time averaged and i was like "Ooh, i do not want to see that <laughs> especially after the pandemic and after we were all living our whole life online but it is so true you know i'll say i don't have time for this or that mm-hmm. or i'm stressed or i'm maxed out and i don't realize i've mindlessly scrolled pinterest or i've mindlessly scrolled instagram for 30 minutes and yeah. it's like you know if my time does my time call me a liar essentially mm-hmm. What am I doing? And is God pleased with the way I'm honoring him? We talk about tithing as giving God your first. Well, that's in more than just your money, you mm-hmm. know. Giving God my first is my tithe, but does he get the first of my attention, the first of my time? Right. And, you know, if I'm telling God I don't have time for Bible study today, but then I sure did have time for a Netflix binge, 
it's out of order. I'm not, and then I'm not anti Netflix binge. I need that. But, you know, will I tell God then in the same breath? Oh, yeah, I didn't have time to do this today as I listened to a 30 minute podcast, as I, you know, scrolled mindlessly or I t- went out to dinner with friends. You know, what is it? It's mm-hmm. just, I think, really getting gut level honest. Am I honest? Do I not have time for it? Because suddenly I think if I had a great opportunity, I would make time for that, right? Right. So, it's just making sure our time doesn't call us a liar. Um, what have you seen in your life that once you made those intentional decisions, what was the fruit of that? You know, that's a spiritual term. Basically meaning what was what did it look like and you're like, what were the like? benefits? Uh, well, I think the benefits are that it does take away your stress, your anxiety. Hmm. You know, when we rely on God and and I like the one thing you know, we talked about the discipline of, of, you know, devotion life, Bible reading, prayer. But then there's that spiritual awareness. Yeah. And do we, throughout the day, are we just spiritually aware mm. of God? I mean, there's times I'm just driving home and I see the sunset. I'm like, thank you, God. That is yes. so pretty. Yes. Do, but that's, again, it goes back to an intentional habit type of mindset. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then also, are we led by the Holy Spirit? That's so good. And... And this is something that I have to constantly check. You know, mm-hmm. do am I looking? Am I in tune with the Holy Spirit that so much that I don't miss opportunities that God wow. has placed before me during the day? That's so good. And I, and I have to say, a lot of times I think I'm so guilty of like, yes. I was too busy that I wasn't, you know, l- aware of an opportunity God put right in front of me. That's so good. Um, I remember it was a couple of years ago. A perfect example is I was at a uh, I was at Panera. <laughs> and there was this young man, he, I, there's like two registers, he's at one and I'm at the other. And he had walked in, he was by himself, he's probably mid-twenties, but I could tell he's he's trying to figure out, he's trying to order, and he's asking how much, mm. you know, he ordered food, how much is iced tea, mm. and, and he's got his wallet out. And yeah. and, and I, first I thought, well, he doesn't have enough money maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, he's struggling with figuring out. How he knows oh. he needs to save so much money he can't spend yeah. all he has. Wow! And so the, the, I was, you know, checking out, and the Holy Spirit just said, "Pay for him." Yes, yes. And so I just told the lady, you know, the a cash register, the, the cashier. I said, um, "I want to pay for his too." Mm. And so she, you know, she told the person bringing up his, and you know, I gave him my credit, and he was the, the, he was blown away. Wow. And, and and then I saw he had enough money, but he was struggling. The anxiety mm. he was going through, trying to figure out. Okay, I have this twenty dollar bill, but I have to save. Wow. Who knows, money for a bus, money for whatever. Yeah, and I mean, God puts those opportunities in yes. our lives so many times. Yes, and how many do we miss? Come on, that's and, good. And like I said, I'm guilty of this. I'm yes, like, me I have too. to again refocus to say, okay, God, what? Let me not be blind to the opportunities mm. you put in front of me. Ooh. to you know encourage someone else yes my heart was beating fast when you said that karen because i'm so guilty of it too and then crying to god lord i want you to use me and he's Mm -hmm. like you can't even listen when it's pay for the man at panera why am i gonna entrust you with some massive message for the masses you know it's it's so easy to be crying out to God in one hand and completely ignoring right. him on the other. And like you said, thanks God for the sunset. Or I kid you not, Karen, every morning I will smell the smell of coffee and go, you know, God didn't have to make coffee so good, but he did. Woo, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, that's just like, that is ministry for me. I thank him for coffee. It is the nectar of life. Um, but I, I just, you know, in those small moments when I look at my kids, instead of being annoyed that they're like, mom, mom, mm-hmm. mom, 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 you know, saying, hey, Lord, thank you that I used to dream about having these children and now they're here, you know, or, or walking into the church and instead of being 
flustered by those going, hey, I need to talk to you. I need to get, what a privilege. Mm-hmm. What a joy to serve his people. Or like you said, has there been someone I was supposed to share the love of Christ with that I was so busy with myself that I missed it? And that just happens by continually saying yes. Because mm-hmm. as we say yes each time, I think it gets easier. Just as we say no each time, I think we get a little bit harder to right. hearing his voice. Right. And um, that is such a good thing that you pointed out as a benefit of spending time with the Lord, because I could not agree more. When you spend time with the Lord, you really start to see He is in everything, and right. He is everywhere. But am I right? It's allowing us. Him to be. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gosh, I love that having um, uh, children that are just starting to encounter the Holy Spirit for the first time. You know, mine are kids are fifteen, twelve, and eight. Just trying to teach that to them. I'm like. God is in this today. You know, this little smile from heaven. This was the Lord. Like, teaching them that is so important. So, I kind of love that that's where you landed. That is such a Holy Spirit thing. And um, friends, I know if you're out there today and you're struggling saying, it's been hard for me to fit the Lord into my busy schedule. Well, first of all, let's adjust it. God is everything. He should be our everything. And He wants to be your everything. And when you give Him that space, when you allow Him to, He will do it so seamlessly. It's just like a marriage where you go, we're not spending every day, all day together, but we check in with each other during the day. We send little texts. We we, we have special date nights here and there, yes. But, you know, during our day, it's just a daily relationship. That's what He wants. He wants daily mm-hmm. relationship with us and, and to get our first and our best. And, um, Karen, you've given me so much to think about. I hope our listeners are feeling it, too. I know they are. Uh, If they want to find more from you, where can they find you online, social media, all your things? Okay, this is... I am not into social media. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I, I, I have people that keep telling me, okay, let me set up this. I, right, right, I, right, right. I had, I had a person set up a Facebook, and then a couple years ago, I got <laughs> ticked. I'm like, I'm going off Facebook. That's right. That's right. I fully <laughs> so, understand so that. So, I, I, I still have people, one of the, the it's kind of like, let me set up your Instagram. And I'm, again, just, it's, it's like almost every week, like literally yesterday, I'm like, okay, I really need to get my Instagram going. So, um <laughs> My email is kmingle at seu dot There we go. Edu. <laughs> Nothing wrong with but, good old fashioned. You know what yeah. I like about email? There's less expectation to reply right away. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people text you. Yeah. They Instagram message you, and they're like, "It's been five minutes. Like, where where are you?" With good old fashioned email, it's like, "I will return this during a reasonable work hour." <laughs> So, so maybe I'll get that. Instagram by the end of this week. We'll there see. <laughs> Dr. Engel, thank you for joining us. Um, you are welcome here anytime. We well, appreciate so and respect and honor you. Thank you. Thank and you. we will be right back with more of the Known Podcast. Well, that's it for this week, friends. It was such an honor to talk to Dr. Karen Engel. My special thanks to her for coming out. And I hope this week's conversation got you thinking. What are some areas that I can work on to bring balance and to just find more time for the Lord in my day in that way? As always, you can find us online if you want more from us at Known Ladies on Instagram. We're here for you. And please never forget that you are known and loved by God. We'll see you next week.